Welcome to the Average Joe's Gaming Podcast with your hosts, Joe and Tom. Season 2, Episode 10, The Corona Knockdown. Every month, Unboxing Game is giving away $1,000 worth of board games, and I am going to go over the multiple ways you can enter, how it works, and what you can win. First, let's go over the multiple ways you can enter. There are three ways you can get entries. You can sign up for one of their membership programs and get automatic entries every single month as well as other benefits, such as VIP gift cards to their online store and automatic entries into all of their single game board game giveaways. The VIP gift card is a member benefit I want to go over in a little more detail. Every month you are an active VIP member, you will receive a VIP gift card up to $15 depending on your membership level. So let's say you are a platinum VIP member and get a $15 VIP gift card. You can use that card on anything you want on their site, such as this amazing shirt I am wearing. You can't see it, but it still looks amazing on me. Now, for the best part, any unused balance carries over from month to month and is added to your new VIP gift card you get each month. The second way you can enter is by shopping at their store, unboxandgame.com. You can pick up some board game merchandise from them and get one entry for every $1 you spend. A few examples are shirts, pins, stickers, even drink coasters. Lastly, you can mail in an entry. Details are in the official rules. Now let's discuss how this sweepstakes works. Every month after the drawing period ends, all entries are sent to a third party sweepstakes administrator who makes sure all entries are eligible and then randomly selects a winner. Next, Unbox and Game notifies the winner, who then gets a $1,000 gift certificate to Cool Stuff Inc., Card House, or Game Nerds. Then the winner goes on a $1,000 shopping spree at one of these online stores, picking up $1,000 worth of board games of their choice. Finally, Unbox and Game does the whole thing over again next month. So what are you waiting for? Get your entries in today and secure your chance to win. Welcome to Average Joe's Gaming. I'm Joe. I'm Tom. And today we're going to talk about uh, Sticker Mule. We're going to talk about uh, Z-Shot, the new expansion for Azul. And last but not least, the COVID-19 coronavirus lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. So you actually um, you've gotten some new games too. Yep, I got uh, one from my kick, the, one of my few last Kickstarters came in. Um, I ordered another one that I thought I had done the Pledge Master for, or the Pledge uh, whatever that's called. What's that called? Pledge Pledge Manager. Pledge Manager, not Master for, for Kickstarter. I, yeah. I can't remember if I did the Pledge Manager and then I went in and it looks like you can just order it. So I've got that coming. I think I have a couple more on the way. But I think Kickstarters are going to be real slow now because of this whole coronavirus situation. I hope not. I I know it will be. And I know all of the 
the Kickstarter campaigns are all going to be delayed. Oh, yeah. The, well, obviously, most of the board games Come and stuff. Or China. China, yeah. Yep. So that's kind of a bummer. But I don't know what ever to believe in the news either because no. it's, you know, like it says China's on the back end of the virus now. And so they're starting to reopen stuff. But then you, you don't know what to believe anymore. Well, and especially when it comes to China, not to be right-wing knee-jerk conservative on this but things coming out of china you can't you cannot take anything they say at full face value just because of their form of government and because of the way they are yeah their their government is extremely secretive and and I so just, is tom well no i'm not actually <laughs> i'll well, let you wide know open. if you want to know something i'll let you know <laughs> But, uh, no, I just, I honestly don't think that you can believe anything that comes out of China. I have trouble believing a lot of stuff that comes out of Washington, D.C. as well. So, who knows? Well, I know one game that is going to be drastically delayed, and it's unfortunate because it has not faced any delays at all yet, and that's Goblin Grapple. Yeah, that one, yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. Unfortunately, I think this is going to maybe put the end to that game. It's going to, we're never going to see it, unfortunately, because of this coronavirus. What? Now, and now that's you're on why. the Joe train? Well, that's why, because of coronavirus. No other reason. Oh, okay. No, not I not actually, that it's already over a year late. Oh, God. Is it almost, it's almost two years late. Uh, was, let's see, if it was this December. It was two be, years ago in at Geekway. Well, we when it actually started. Well, well, so we it was supposed it. to be delivered last December. Right. Well, okay, in my opinion, they had the damn game done. Yeah. At the time that we backed it, I figured all they needed was a little money to get it distributed and get it published, you know, get it actually printed and published and sent out. Yeah, they said all Turns out done. that's not the case. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, I'm, I jumped on the Joe train on that one here probably. Oh, there's I, Jess. I would say probably about six You're months here. ago. You're here. You got to say hi. Say hi, Jess. There no, is. there is. Yep. Yeah, no, I jumped on that train about six months ago. I'm figuring that we will never see that game at this point. And that'll be the first one of my Kickstarters that I've ever had screw me. Basically. Same here. So Yeah. I mean, usually they, they eventually fulfill, but yep. i got to say with that one, they've just every single turn, oh, it's been, it's been some excuse. Yeah. And it's like, it's it. You can say it's not a simple card game, but at the end of the day, it is a simple it's, card game. They already had the digital artwork done. Yeah. They had prototypes made. They, they, they were had able to make supposedly a tiny little version of it. The game done, and then they were looking at the boxes, and then the boxes weren't done. And then when they found the boxes, and the game wasn't done, and then we go to a whole new manufacturer, which is over in China. Oh, yeah. And it's like okay, at what point are you just going to say, hey, gotcha? Yeah. <laughs> at what what level did you have to pledge at to get the mug? Was that 60 bucks? No, that was if you were at Geekway oh, okay. or at one of the conventions that they were set up right. at. You got the mug if you kickstarted yeah. down there or proved well, you, to them that you kickstarted. And you got the, well, and when you played the you tournament, got you got the mini. Yep. The mini if you game. if you play the tournament, you got the mini version. So technically, we did get we got our the game, game uh, for a mini. <laughs> a, what was it, about an inch and a half deck? Yeah, something like that. Um, it cost me about one hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, for me it was less than that because I didn't back at the level where I could have been a character. But yep. yeah, I got a nice sixty dollar mug on yeah. the whole situation, which is probably a mug you'd pay for at uh, a Dollar Tree for like a yeah five bucks. Yeah, something like that. But it's oh, I've nice seen mug. them at the Dollar Tree, so a dollar. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice mug, but yep. still, it's, it's etched. Just, Don't it's forget etched. the etching. Yeah, which they they have a laser etcher, yeah. so no cost to them because they already had the equipment. And I really hope they listen to this podcast <sighs> because 
little disappointing. But little on the other hand, whatever. You know, that's Kickstarter. It's a, it's it a risk. Is. Yeah. So and I feel lucky that I've only been screwed one time. Oh yeah, and I've uh, I'm at a hundred and two different games that I've pledged at. Yeah. And so if only if all I have to say is I got hosed one time for $120, that's not bad. Now, I guess I could technically say I was hosed the very first time I ever back Kickstarter, but we've talked about that enough. The dice dice uh, island dice. Island dice. Huh. Is yeah. that a game? No. Oh, but okay. it's not. It is a bunch But of there per- is one person that said it was a game. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. But okay. And I asked him about it when I met him. Yeah. And he said he didn't remember. There's a reason why. Well, he didn't remember because he was pretty drunk. Really drunk. My yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was also five years before. Yeah. yeah. He'd reviewed it five years well, before. And that's the so. thing is if you're reviewing games left and right, and he yeah. at that time worked he for was, TMG Games. No, I think that was before he actually worked for TMG. Well, I mean, but when you did, asked when him. When I asked him, he was. He, yes. So you're, you're asking a guy that's reviewing games, reviewing games, to remember a game before he became like this big dog. Yeah, which it, for those of you who don't know, it was the Undead Viking. Who I think no longer works for TMG. No, he no longer works for TMG, but he works for another game company. So yeah. I can't think of which which one it is. And he but... is a good reviewer generally. Oh yeah, yeah. So. Except for that one. Review. That one I didn't. Get and that one he one. was he was obviously uh, paid. He must have been. <laughs> he had to have been paid for that one. It was no. terrible. Um, so Ter- no, the review was good. The game was terrible. Kickstarter obviously is going to be kind of taking taking it in the shorts for a while. I think they are. Um, one of the other latest things we've had is obviously uh, Cancellation Con, basically 2020. Yeah. Um, everybody and anybody that's had conventions in the early part of this year is canceling or potentially canceling or moving to a later date, which kind of affects everybody that wanted to go to that convention. Oh, yeah. Uh, the big one for us, obviously, is Geekway. Uh, they sent out a big notification yesterday that said you could either refund your ticket uh, or hold on to it and then roll it over to hopefully later this year if they have to move the dates or possibly next year, right? Right. Well, what I got from the from the message was that they are planning as of now to hold the convention as planned yes. on the dates planned, which is early June. You do have an option at this point of getting a refund if you're concerned about that. Yep. The, you also have an option of asking them if it does get moved to roll it to the new date. The backlash on that is if, if there's a bunch of people that ask for a refund. Let's say, you know... Um, and this is true of any convention, by the way. Yeah, let's say 90% people ask for a refund and they want their money back. That convention may not happen this year it may not happen ever again because right. they just they took that hit and that is a very hard hit to to take so um hopefully that doesn't happen right i i really enjoy geekway i know you really enjoy it I this is your fourth year my f- well this is my fifth? third so it'll be my fifth because oh. i i went the first year without yep. you second, second year, year I went. you went third year you went so it is no it's my your fourth this is my third. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Fourth and third. Yeah. That's how math works, people. Yep. I'm not good at math. So I love games. Not good at math. Power Grid's not my jam. Um, but that leads me to kind of one thing. And I know we're doing this out of order since we're, we started with the COVID stuff. But uh, what was that? You don't want to know, Tom. I don't. If it was a spider, I really don't want to know. <laughs> Jesus. It took all of my, all of my uh, control not to utter a swear word right there. 
So, yeah, that's not cool, man. I told you not to panic. I did, a little bit. You did. In fact, I've kind of peed so, myself a slight bit now. So. For, for anyone listening, there was a small spider climbing around. It was around. a monstrously large spider <laughs> with beady eyes and about 12 legs. It was horrible. There was a small spider climbing around the mic. And so I did not alert Tom of it Which because is I good. saw it. And so I went and grabbed a napkin and I was going to kill it. Unfortunately, I missed. It climbed on the table. He I put moved. my life in danger, people. <laughs> he angered the spider. Yep. And it was coming at me, and then he killed it. So he's kind of my hero at this I, point. I feel like I am your hero. You're my hero. Tiebreaker? You, you saved my... No! Okay. You saved my life. <laughs> so then anyway, getting back to the point I was going to make, is that this coronavirus has a lot of effects on a lot of stuff. One of the things that concerns me more than anything else is small businesses. Yep. More than almost anything else, because I've got friends who run three different game stores in this town. Um, Dragon's Den, uh, Rainbow Cards and Collectibles, Game Chess Community. Well, all three of those communities, all three of those businesses. Well, game. Ch- I think Dragons of the three. I think Rainbow probably has the best opportunity to do well. They have a lot of they have other things that they do besides games. Yep, they're mostly cards and collectibles, but they do have a pretty good game collection. Dragon's Den is pretty heavily based in games. Yep. In fact, that's pretty much that's all they sell is games. Games and um, miniatures. Comic or not? They, don't sell uh, they got out of the anymore. comics. Yeah, yep. they did. Um, games um, and cards. They have a, uh, like the Magic yeah. the Gathering. They have a very good Magic community. But they even said that, that they got picked over quite a bit, right. and their distribution lines are down right now. Distribution lines are down everywhere. So. Although, and then Game Chest, which is they've actually so all three of these stores I think have closed for in-store play. Dragon or Rainbow yes. didn't do a lot of in-store play. Um, they did have a Hero Clicks group that played regularly on Friday nights. Yep. But I'm obviously that's down. So they're still open for walk-in traffic, but they're limiting traffic. Game Chest is only open for, and I think this is also true of Rainbow, if I remember correctly, or uh, Dragon's Den, if I remember correctly. They're only open for limited hours to come in and pick up orders. And I think both places are delivering. But all three of those businesses will die if there's no support and if this lasts too long. Luckily, I think all three of those businesses have a great deal of support from their communities and actually each other's communities. Yep. I know for a fact Rainbow, or I mean uh, Dragon's Den and Game Chest are kind of working together a little bit. Uh, Dragon's Den, like, or Rainbow, like I said, is its own kind of deal. Yeah. And they sell a they lot cover of, a lot other of things. different things. So, yeah. And then there's a new store, a uh, new business called Nerd, what is it called? Nerd Vanna or something like that, that's going to be doing collectibles, nerdy collectibles. And I, it's unfortunate for them that they picked now. I actually did not hear business. about that. Well, tell me a little bit about that. I honestly don't know much about it. I'd have to look it up. But That's here in town that's starting up? It's starting up here in town, and it sounds like it's going to be a consignment collectible place. Oh. So pardon me, but Nerdvana? I'm going to... Nope, that came up Nerdvana. So it's probably new enough that it might not be on Okay. Google so yet, that's a new... It sounds right like here in Sioux Falls? Yeah, and they're going to sell collectible... Collectibles on uh, consignment. Okay. So you can you can bring your collectibles in, and I and again I don't know a lot about this. I just happened to see a listing and I read a little bit about it. They're going to sell collectibles like pop figures or other collectible figures, comic mm-hmm. books possibly, collectible card game cards, that kind of thing on consignment. So you can go in and buy the stuff. When you put it on sale you'll get a percentage of it back and a percentage goes to the store so it's kind of a cool idea because there are some of us who are collectors who maybe have too much of the stuff that they collect mm-hmm. 
and need to get rid of it. So yeah, I, but again, true. they're picking a time. This is a bad time to, to open. open unfortunately, yeah, to that where that it could be a difficult. But they can do a lot of that online. So well, that maybe that will carry them then. Yeah. So it's just it's just a weird time that we live in. And I'm, yeah, definitely try to support your local business that's as much as possible. Can be my point. Um, the, a lot of places are doing the delivery option. Yep. So if you you know obviously it might be your only option too because yeah. Amazon it's it's getting hard to order stuff from Amazon, and you know if you can support your local business, that might be where it's at because yeah. when this all ends and you want to go back to that local business to play, that local business might not be there. Right, and that's the scary thing about it is that if Dragon's Den closes or if Game Chest closes, that's two places where a lot of people can go play games. Right. Obviously, they want you to purchase games as well there. But it's a place to gather with friends and play games. Right. And this is getting tiring. I'm Right now there's two of us here. Yeah. We played games. The three of us played games. Yep. Um, that's reasonable. Right. We'd like to play with four or five. And we could do that, technically. Yeah. But yeah, any gathering under ten people. Uh, you definitely want, if you're not, if you are having a game night, it's cool if you do that. But also... Make sure everyone's healthy. If anyone yeah. is not healthy, I get the cough and the sneeze scares people now, which is really sad. But it's also it's realistic. I mean, it's very yeah. it's very real nowadays. So if that person is feeling ill at all, tell them stay home. Go home. Miss yeah. that game night. You know, tune in on Facebook or 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 whatever you're doing yeah. to stay in contact. But yeah, definitely don't don't risk it just well, to play games with people. It's also not necessarily to freak out if you're with a group of people. Somebody coughs. Yeah. Two things. One. One of the medications I take for high blood pressure, and I just started taking this, and the doctor says, one of the side effects is a dry cough. Well, great timing for that. <laughs> um, the other thing is, um, it's damn near impossible. And I mean damn near impossible. You can watch a group of people, and they'll say, oh, I don't ever touch my face. BS. Every single person touches their face. Oh, and if you wear glasses, you know you yeah. touch your and face. And I don't <laughs> understand. I mean, I understand the directive of that, but if you've washed your hands... And you're only in an area where you know things are clean. Touching your face is not a big deal, and it's more for your safety than anybody else's safety. Because if I touch my face and then shake somebody's hand, yeah, okay, maybe I'm spreading something. But if I've washed my hands, I just push up my glasses or mm-hmm. itch my nose or move my mustache around, which I'm doing as we speak, um, and I don't even know I'm doing it half the time. It's just going to happen. Yeah, it's happening. So I don't understand the touching the face thing. I do get it for, but if you see somebody doing it, don't freak out because they're not going to be able to help it. Yeah, just don't touch them. Yeah, and don't. Yeah, spray them with Lysol. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Don't (laughs) shake their hands. Um, You know, finding hand sanitizer obviously very difficult, but you go into almost any store and they have it at the cash register, which, in my opinion, they should have anyway because money is filthy and disgusting. Yeah. So, but and then the other thing is just wash your hands. But here's the other thing: money is disgusting and filthy, but. Now everyone uses the keypad. Oh, yeah. Is that not That's equally disgusting? disgusting too. Filthy, Although, it... I stopped at the convenience store on my way here, and the gal, after I... Well, I didn't use my keypad, the keypad. But I've been to convenience stores where if I put my card in... And this is at... It was at uh, Hy-Vee, actually. Okay. They had a person there, and as soon as you got done, they walked up and sprayed and wa- wiped. I like Which that. Is a, no, that was at Target. I'm sorry. It wasn't Hy-Vee. It was at Target. And I had not been in Target until yesterday. That's that's what it should be then. Yeah, I, that, and that's what that, that person gets handled so is. much. Yeah, that okay. So nobody's nobody's thinking about that money, but then you have got the cards with the keypads, and you're touching that nonstop oh, all the time. So that's just as filthy as the money. I did think it was funny going into Hy-Vee. They mentioned they were going to put up the screens. Yeah, the glass screens. Well, I don't know if you've been to Hy-Vee recently. No. Okay, the glass screens are up, 
but right next to them is the cash register and the place where you stick your card. So where does the clerk have to stand? Right in front of you. Yes. Not yep. in front of the glass, glass screen, <laughs> but in front of you. Oh, wow. And where do you have to stand? Because your card reader yep. and everything else and your... So, yeah, I don't understand the expense they went to to do that. Wow. That made no sense to me. And I envisioned it when they said it, that it would be something that would, you know, be like a like a bank teller thing where they'd cover that right. and they'd leave that part open. Yep. No, no. No. And the guy even... The guy was checking me out even said, this is stupid. This is useless. <laughs> It As he's looking at you with hateful eyes, no, I not hate looking at you me with that. Well, me. that's just generally and this how is people stupid. look at me. Yeah. That's just generally how people look at me. Anyway, this is before the coronavirus. I mean, that's when I when I play games with you. I yeah. obviously have the hateful eyes. Well, it's because you know I'm winning. Yeah. Probably no, I'm not no, hardly ever. Winning. No, well, tiebreaker. Anyway. I get ready for the tiebreaker though. Yeah, exactly. getting amped up. Everybody loves the tiebreaker for some reason. Someday we'll explain that. I don't know about everybody, but I mean, I definitely get amped. <laughs> I definitely it. do not like it. <laughs> yeah, I know. As soon as this, I hear he's tear ties straight out that door, yeah, I'm out of here. Gotta go. <laughs> Please don't stay. We'll me. explain it to you guys someday. Um. Okay, so that's the coronavirus stuff. Yep. And I like I say, I mean, be cautious, be careful. Fingers wash crossed your hands on all the, the conventions. Let's hope we just get this yep. corona thing under wraps, and let's May and June rolls around, and this is just gone. Uh, another thing is, you know, the stimulus package passed. Yeah, I saw That's that. That's a pretty big deal. Um, so, I don't, I don't want to be everyone's dad here, but it's a, it's a, it's kind of like a helpful thing. If you're not working, don't go blow it on a bunch of board games. I know we all love board games here, okay? But don't go blow it. That could be your lifeline for however many weeks of work you're not working. So... Take it easy on the spending. Yep. <laughs> you know, maybe use it wisely. Um, but yeah, ticket to ride's not a necessity. It's very important. You but it's shut not a your dirty mouth. Yeah, no, exactly. I heard someone, um, actually Adam Collins uh, from Beard Board Games, he went to Walmart clearance aisle. Um, ticket to ride Europe, $9. Oh my gosh. So now Tom's rethinking that stimulus package. Oh, He's going to go yeah. ahead and buy every copy of... <laughs> yeah, I'm not hoarding toilet paper. I'm hoarding Ticket to Ride. Europe. Only yeah, Europe. Because they have the yellow submarine in there. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. i got to do that. So you have to, yeah. All right. So after we're done here, I'm going to Walmart, but it'll probably be closed. Yeah, he also Walmart. lives in uh, St. Louis. Oh, okay. So might be different. Well, maybe they'll have a whole bunch of copies of it at uh, Geekway, assuming they have Geekway. It's possible, yeah. And he's got a booth down there, uh, him and a bunch of local game designers. Okay. So um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, because we've got Osticon coming up. Yep. Uh, that's in May. I really want to go to that. Um, I'm actually hosting a game, uh, Borgata. Oh, so yeah. I've got a five-player game. If that actually happens, sign up for a ticket. Play a game with me. Um, if it fun. doesn't, then uh, just say, hey, that sucked. We didn't get to play a game together. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and then I think the next big one that I can think of is Geekway. Geekway. Yep. And that's in June. And yep, then, and that's then... unfortunate because they, they scheduled even before this all hit. I mean, they scheduled, yeah, it they scheduled a week late. before Origins. Yeah, which is too bad. So they're having problems filling up the vendor spots. Yeah. So that means the vendor hall is going to be really light this year. And, yeah. I mean, but. I mean, the reason I go, and I like the vendors, don't get me wrong, it's fun. It was fun. And last year, meeting Tom Vassell was, or two years ago. It was two ago, years ago, yeah. Meeting Tom Vassell was really cool. Yeah. Last year was Stephen Bonacore. That's right. Well, he was, yelled he's, at been, him. he's been there. Every, and I, yeah, I did yell at Stephen Bonacore. I didn't yeah. yell at him as much as I just questioned I mean, him. He yelled business, at Stephen Bonacore, and then Stephen Bonacore turned into a ninja and karate chopped his face off. Yeah. But luckily, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, I had, I had fun last year at Geekway. Um, I'm also slightly crazy. Yeah. 
But anyway, um, so Geekway and then Origins, like you said, is is it also in June, correct? The thing I'm thinking of is if the vendor hall is light at Geekway, yeah. the attendance might be light. Because if people um, will have to choose over Geekway and Origins... Yeah, they'll go to Origins. Right, but, they're going to go to Origins. But on the other hand, there's a lot of people from St. Louis yeah. that go to Geekway. So it's mostly a St. Louis crowd. There are a bunch of people from... I, there's I met people weird from individuals that go from South from Dakota. From South Dakota, there yeah. were a few people. In fact, I think, I think the last four, three years I've gone... Uh, you, you and I and Randy have been the, or net uh, whatever Randy have been the only ones who've gone from and his wife and your wife yep have been the only ones from South Dakota that I know of that have gone right I've tried to talk a lot of people in South Dakota to go but and they want to I know there's a couple of people who really want to but they just yeah but then they out. hear it's like it's what eight and a half hour drive well cool it's, you can break it up into two five hour and three hour drives no you can't you stop it's Kansas an eight and a half City. hour drive and it's peaceful and quiet but if you stop in Kansas City you can watch a baseball game and Royals Park. I don't it's do baseball. Cool. Sorry. Oh, okay. I mean, right. I will play games that revolve around yeah, baseball. So will I. In fact, it's I'm... been a long time since I've actually been in a baseball game. Oh, I love baseball. But anyway, but now there's no baseball. How sad was I on April 20th or March 22nd? Oh, yeah. Baseball. You're supposed to go to a game. Well, in July. So we're hoping that still happens. We'll see. Yeah. We'll probably still be having hockey and basketball playoffs in July. So this is a lot of stuff that this is affecting. Anyway, so after Origins, I think the next big one is... Uh, Gen Con in end of July, early August. Yep, and then there's a then big there's, one after that. Yeah, in South Dakota here. Yeah, I can't remember what that one's. It's called. huge. It's I gonna can't be remember huge. Remember what that one's called? It's gonna be. Um, uh, I don't know. Like anyway, if I had to go out on a limb, I think it would be called Average Joe's that's Gaming right. Convention. That's right. That's so be, Average yeah. Joe's Game Con 2020. Yeah. We're rolling 20s. Yeah, I like that. And the logo is really cool. You can't see it on the. Yeah. On so the, the, the logo, if you go to our website or. Uh, hopefully, for the time being, tabletop events. Oh no, t- tabletop shutdown. Tabletop yeah. events shutdown. Yeah. So. so that's that's the place where I'm selling my tickets. Yeah. So that kind of sucks. Um, I guess uh, we are going to be actually giving away tickets <clears throat> for a convention. So listen periodically for a chance to win, and we will give you a catchphrase. And if you go ahead and email in at averagejoesgamingpodcast.outlook.com. Email the catchphrase, and uh, we will email you with a free badge, convention badge, weekend badge. So that's cool. prepaid $25 value. At the door, it's going to be 30 So that's still a pretty cool value. And that's in October, so hopefully this will all miss the corona. And then if the conventions start doing get canceled, then you guys are all screaming for an awesome convention, and this will be our first official one. So. Yeah. Um, I not to be bragging or anything. I'm pretty good at putting this, this these things together. So I take a lot of pride in my average Joe name. So uh, I go all out for my fans. So. Yep. And one thing I think we could do. You got the stickers. Those are really yeah. Cool. So I I got these awesome stickers from Sticker Mule, and they ran a special for die cut stickers of our logo. So our logo was designed by Dan Goff from Borgata. Goat Games. So, I absolutely love that game. Yep. Mainly because I'm a huge character in there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great game. It's a cool it's, deck builder. It's actually so, a really nice deck builder. Um, I absolutely love the artwork in it. It's very thematic. And so, he does, I, I just put on there. He's part of our Facebook group. I was like, hey, I'm looking for any, any artists that would like to help out uh, designing our convention logo. And he messaged me. And he's like, I'd love to do it for you. And he came up with this really cool... Rolling 20s, Average Joe's Gaming Convention, and it's a 20-sided die, and the, the 20s all in gold and black. Yeah. It's just it's really cool very classy. Yeah. So I got these these awesome die-cut stickers from Sticker Mule, 
So this is kind of a cool thing. Their gimmick, when they send you these stickers, they give you a sticker mule die-cut sticker that has their name on it. They give you a head of a mule. Sticker with a head of a mule, yeah. And then they give you another sticker with mule sauce and then a little fire with a mule. I was trying to figure and out what, this, what the And then two bottles of hot sauce. I was trying to figure out what that was. That's called mule sauce. And here's the slogan. Hot sauce that kicks ass. <laughs> Let me see what it's... By Sticker Mule. So, um... Habanero, yellow scotch bonnet, and butte jaloki uh, chilies. So this, this is hot, from what I can tell. Look at this. This is hot. So you get stickers, and you get hot sauce. I mean, what cooler gimmick is there? Zero calories, because I think you actually don't ever eat this. Oh. So if you don't eat it, there's no calories. I, I think we've got two bottles right here. We're going to go ahead and do a challenge. One serving size is one table teaspoon. Whoever finishes their bottle first does not have to do the tiebreaker. Uh, to, uh, you'd be amazed how fast I could eat this. <laughs> I'm looking to see what the ingredients are. I think it's just chilies. No, there it is. I think it says right red, here, ingredients is liquid lava. Red bell pepper, distilled vinegar, onions, pure cane sugar, brown sugar, molasses, red habanero pepper, mash, red habanero pepper, salt, jaloca pepper, mash, and salt, uh, yellow scotch bonnet which i think is bad hot mm, bad hot oh yeah and mash and salt and lemon juice garlic ginger root and xanthan gum so the only artificial thing i can see in there and i don't think it's actually artificial because i think xanthan gum is just seaweed is xanthan gum but unfortunately there's garlic and so i can't eat it because i don't like garlic uh, at all. oh you don't like it but you're not allergic to it no but bottoms I hate up it. i hate it <laughs> i hate garlic <laughs> So that's I think that's a really cool uh, deal. That is um, really cool, actually. They yeah. gave me fifty stickers for twenty nine dollars. They're all that's die cut. Price. They're really cool. Um, we were going to be giving some of these away as well. Um, so actually, just uh, email me if you want a sticker, and uh, we'll send one out. Um, we'll put a picture of them on our Facebook group. Also, if you want to be part of our Facebook group, join us, Average Joe's Gaming on Facebook. We also have a Facebook page, Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Um, that's the only way we can kind of stay in contact with you guys right now with the point, whole social yeah. distancing. So we're really active on our, our Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Uh, we try to stay as positive and uh, active as possible. Uh, I also do work a massively full-time job. When I say massively full-time, I finished. I started work at 5 a.m. yesterday. I finished last night at 11 p.m. Oh, my God. So that's what I mean by massively yeah. full-time. I... I'm the operations manager of a garbage company. So right now with all the protocols that we have to go through with the virus going on, it creates a ton more work for me. So I will try to be as responsive as possible. If you send me a message, uh, give me a little bit of time. I'm not ignoring people. I will definitely get on that. So, um, But that's, uh, that's our little tidbit right now yep. for our convention. It's October 3rd and 4th. So hopefully way after the coronavirus. Yeah, hopefully that'll be killed out when the heat yep. comes up. But so No um, guarantees on that. That's an unfortunate part of this whole thing. So you mentioned Kickstarter. Have you gotten any new Kickstarters? I have, and I actually don't have that many left to go because I don't oh. know. Yeah, I stopped doing Kickstarters here, I think, after turmoil from, uh, from uh, um, Terraforming Mars, Stronghold Games, because it sort of disturbed me that... A game company as big as Stronghold 
did a Kickstarter. Just bugged me. I just bugged the snot out of me. This is a company that didn't need to do a Kickstarter. Not for at this level, anyway, at this point. So I got tired of it and stopped doing them. But I had a bunch in the pipeline still, and actually one of the big ones came in finally, Tang Gardens. That was a big one. Yeah. When you said big, I mean, he's not kidding you. The boxes are massive. Well, you got the wingspan box over there. It's about the same size as that. Um, the expan- It came with two expansions. Uh, I can't remember what the one was, but the other is called. One's Ghost Story, and the other one I can't remember what it's called. We only played the base game when we played it. But it's a tile-laying game um, involving building a garden and putting out uh, people who go to the garden and getting points for Oh, yeah, the basically. components are just components, the miniature. It's miniature characters, and that's, I think, what drew me to the game initially was the miniature characters because I thought to myself, I could paint these. Well, it took two years to get here. A year and a half. It's going to take at least two years to paint them. It's going to take at least that long to paint them. Plus, my <laughs> eyesight's nowhere near what it used to be when I ordered the game. So, yeah, I'll still be able to do it. Um, but that's the, the last game I got was, was Tang Gardens. I think Chai Tea is in the pipeline on its way because that got to the U.S. before this whole thing broke. Um, I, I have think, seen some people playing it. Yeah. So. And I think that um, the uh, expansion for Starving Artists has is out People are getting it, but I don't know that I was able to... I don't remember doing the pledge manager for that one. And so I th- went in and I was able to order it. And I pledged at the dollar level, which is you get whatever they have. Because I think all they were offering was uh, like another player expansion. I don't remember what the... Yeah, it was a fifth <sighs> and sixth player expansion was yeah. the Kickstarter. But if you did not have the base game or the playmat, you could go ahead and pledge for those levels for those. as well. But if you pledged at the one dollar level or you know whatever you want to pledge level, you got the expansion. Yep. So I think I went in at eleven bucks, and I know they took the money, but I never did the pledge manager as far as I could tell. So I went in and I and I went in and was able to order it, and it I think it's only and I it it did show that I had the free mailing. And I think I just went in eleven dollars again. So even if I paid twenty two for it, I don't care. That's it's a cool. Game. It's going to be cool, and it's a great game. And it's one actually Kim brought over the other day, and I thought, well, let's play that. But then we played a bunch of other stuff, so we didn't. Oh, we played Tang Garden twice. I think twice we played that game. But anyway, um, it's one of those games where at first I didn't know what it was going to be, and I really liked it, and so I thought, yeah, this is a good game. It is really a fun game, yeah. though. So that's what I'm waiting for. Uh, Goblin Grapple we talked about. Waiting for that one. Waiting for uh, Not Dice. I think I sent you a list of what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Those are the two I think I might have trouble getting. Uh, Not Dice I think will eventually show up. That one's going to be seriously delayed by the whole coronavirus thing because they're all in China. Um, yeah, it's probably on my... I forgot about that. I sent it to you on message. But anyway, yeah, so those are games I'm kind of waiting for and or I've gotten... Oh, um, Hero Realms. I think there was a Hero Realms one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Star Realms. So our, was it Star Realms or Hero Realms? Star Realms, because I backed that one. I think mine was Hero Realms. I'm almost positive it was Hero Realms. You might, yeah, you might have done it. Oh, but the most recent one was uh, uh, Star Realms. Let's see. I think I have the list here somewhere. So the main one for me is... Oh, Belfort. That's the other one. Tenth Goblin Grapple yeah. is the longest one I've been waiting for. And I really just don't think that one is ever going to happen. So, yeah. And I kind of wish the person would just come out and say, say hey, they're not going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, so, you guys got hosed. Here's the list I sent you, which was Starving Artists, which I'm going to get, Chai Tea, Belfort 10th Anniversary Edition, Hero Realms, you were right, it was Hero Realms, Journeys, or Hero Realm Journeys, and then Not Dice and Goblin Grapple. Okay. Those are two. So that's all I've got left in the in the, uh, in the the pipeline on Kickstarter. For me, the big one, uh, besides Goblin Grapple, obviously, with being... The big pledge kind of sucks. Um, 
I guess on that one, I probably won't do a large pledge again unless it's a company that's either established or I know the people. Yeah. So, um, that that's kind of a bummer because with seeing with meeting them at Geekway and everything, yeah. I, I I had high hopes for it. So they had a very good presentation. Oh, yeah. yeah, they so, did. They definitely did. Um, the other ones that I'm waiting <laughs> the for. Green girl. Yeah. <laughs> That was just uh, all that kinds was... of weird stuff. The Dyzed, uh Kickstarter. So they oh, yeah, that, that has a an app. Me. Yeah. Um, the app is live. Uh, they have limited stuff on there though. Um, they do have three total uh, tutorials, interactive tutorials on how to teach the game, um, and then they they have promos with that. So the promos, I don't know if those are massively delayed now or not because. The last I heard, I think the last update, let's see here if anyone else backed as well. Um, the development update, we're working remotely and so should you. Uh, that one here came out on March 18th, so not too long ago. Um, update on the, the promos, we are trying to navigate our way through all the extra troubles caused by the coronavirus. As it is affecting more than just fulfillment facility temporarily closing shop. Currently, we are estimating the fulfillment to resume in April. So that's a bummer because that was supposed to be here in in December, I believe, yeah, as well for right. the promos. Um, again, they're promos, so say what you want. But uh, I actually was kind of looking forward to giving two sets of those promos away. Uh, so hopefully, I guess, they get here by our convention. Yeah, it's October, so maybe. Um, the other one is kind of a really big bummer. It's uh, by Promo pa- or, uh, uh What was it called? Uh, Paradise. Oh, so the Board Game Spotlight, if you guys are you're familiar with that. Yeah, uh, Derek did. Funker House. Yep. Um, so they did Promo Paradise. Uh, I did the largest level on that. Um, again, supposed to be here in December. Still waiting on that. Um their last update was March 6th, and they said they had great news um, that all remaining U.S. backers, buffet strategy, family, and Omnigamer packages are hitting mailboxes over the last seven days. So they will have all the packages mailed out in the next three to four weeks. That was about three weeks ago. So still nothing for me. <laughs> and that is a massive amount of promos. Yeah. Um, which I was going to give quite a bit of those away as well. Well, I still think you might have so, a shot at getting those by October. Um, that one, they've been dealing with a lot of delays as well. Um, the other one, let's see here. Um, the board game neckties. That one, I'll be surprised if I get that one by the end of this year. And the reasoning for that is that is one guy making every individual tie... And I got the simplest tie. <laughs> I think I just got meeples. Yeah. And nothing. I mean, it's been delay after delay. He got sick and whatnot. Um, I got my copy of uh, Atomics or Atom Mix, however you want to pronounce it, from Crunchy, Extra Crunchy. Uh, I did an interview with them a while back. Uh, I got my Ultra Tiny Epic games. That's That's right. Ultra Tiny Epic. Uh, I will actually have a copy of Ultra Tiny Epic Galaxies in our Play to Win selection. Nice. That's another thing in our convention. We are having a massive Play to Win selection. Here's the kicker, though. 
Um, since I will have, hopefully, a large convention of 400 people, yes, that might not sound large to you, but for a first year, 400 people is massive for me. So I am going to limit one person per game. So if you've already won a game for a player to win, cool, congratulations, That's let the it. next person win. Yeah. So that is one thing I'm going to do. Uh, I don't agree when you get play to win and you got one guy walks away with five games well, I think and then way, someone walks away with none. Geekway, which is what they're known for, is the play to win. They're, I think one of the first conventions that did the play to win stuff. But I think that's what they do. You right, they do. So, And I agree with that. I mean, which you, is great. You, you, want major, you want everyone to have the same option. So you don't want one person walking away with two games or five games or ten games. You want it to spread it out. So yeah. that... that incites people to want to do the play to wins to play more different games um one of the other games i'm going to be getting is i think that's next year but uh merchant's cove that is same makers of coloma really like coloma uh moonrakers which is a card game uh godspeed i did not back the board game of godspeed but i did back the galactic or the space raptor for dinosaur island oh okay yeah (laughs) And then I, I backed Tiny Epic Dinosaurs. I backed the Star Realms Deluxe Nova Collection. I backed heavily the Epic Monster Tea Party. Um, so I will have several copies of that in the play to win. Uh, I think I backed a, like four or five copies or something like that. For as weird a theme as that is, that's a really good game. Yes. Uh, I also backed uh, Parks with the expansion plus the Nightfall and Memories expansions. That's one of the last ones I backed, and I got the original game, which is great. And that hurt, backed, by the way. That hurt, not going after the expansion on that one. Yes. Really bad it hurt. but uh, Marvel United, I backed that one. And then uh, from me, board bring, games. It reminds me I have to bring Marvel Champions over sometime. You are a monster. <laughs> uh, back to bearded board games, baby onesies. We'll also have some of those at our convention as um, some raffles nice. and whatnot. Uh, Tumbletown from um, uh, Weird Giraffe Games. Back to that one. And then another Mint Tin game. I saw that. You backed that uh, one, Mint yeah. Control. And then I also backed it at a level where I get three more games. So we'll have another Mint game to give away. Nice. So uh, we are going to try to give a game away periodically on our podcast. I'm not going to say when. But every once in a while, we're going to give it. A, we're going to do an entry. And so uh, kind of like the uh, convention badges, you'll just email with something about that episode and then you'll be entered in to win um so i've gotten a lot of games in lately i'm not going to go through them but uh the pop funkoverse games finally bought it wow um i went out and i went a little overboard uh i ended up getting all of them (laughs) (laughs) I, i bought it i bought the uh harry potter starter I bought the Golden Girls with Blanche and Rose, mm-hmm. and I bought the Kool Aid Man. I did find it. Okay. Only place you can get that's Target right now. Yep, Target exclusive. Yep. Um, so I will get the other two Golden Girls, and I may eventually get the Batman starter. Yes, so. I had the Batman starter. The Batman expansion was on clearance at Target. Oh, nice. Uh, for twelve bucks, and then I picked up the original package of Golden Girls at Barnes Noble, and then I saw the uh, second expansion on Amazon. So I grabbed that, and then I got the Harry Potter one at Barnes Noble, and then they had the Harry Potter expansion on clearance. Picked that up, and then I got the Jurassic Park 
base game and expansion at Target, and then the Kool-Aid Man, and then I picked up at Dragon's Den, I grabbed the Rick and Morty set, and then the... I'm not really sure what this little dude is. Well, let me look at it, and I can maybe tell you. It's a Gretsuko, and he's got a little chainsaw, and he looks like a little um, cat. I can't think of the name of the... TV show. It's, doesn't it say what it is on the back? But there? he looked cool, and I, I saw it there, cool. and that was the only two that I did not have yet. So obviously, I had to get them. And that actually may be the name of the show, Zagatsuko. It's a cat that has different moods. Yeah, Rage apparently and is it's one a of big, the major ones. It's a big Funko Pop collectible for some reason. I collect Funko Pops, and that's why I like this game so much. And they may actually never come out of the box. I don't know that I'll ever play my copies of it. Well, you can play my copies. Yes, that's so. what I figured. I said, I, I know Joe. Joe will have it. I'll play yes. his copies. Um, but yeah, I, I like I said, I just got those three. And I got them all in one day. Um, they had them at uh, Game Chest is where I got the base game. And I also bought the uh, Golden Girls there because they had it. And then I went to Target because that's the only place you can buy it to get the Kool-Aid Man. Because Kool-Aid Man's one of my favorite punk, Funko Pops, too. Yes, and the Kool-Aid Man. Let's go over the Kool-Aid Man. Because he can, uh, his, his <laughs> ability is he can bust through a wall. Oh, yeah. And spray you with Kool-Aid. <laughs> Which mean, will knock you down. How cool is that? I mean, that's, he can go into any of the sets. So if you had the Kool-Aid Man and he busts through the wall at Jurassic Park, and then you got a Raptor with Kool-Aid all over it. Yeah. So, I mean. It's not good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so one of the other games I picked up, uh, it's it's a it's a simple little game. Shake that um, Steve Jackson games. I, I love the Steve Jackson games. So I got, I, I'm got i a big fan of Zombie Dice, and I got to say the Z-Shot, I saw it in the Game Trader magazine from March, and I, I read the spotlight. I thought it was really cool. This guy had this, this design in his head, the game mechanics, uh, since 2011, and then Steve Zach, Steve Jackson Games, they put out these these bullet dice, and I knew exactly when I was reading this, I knew what he's talking about because I had bought the bullet dice. Yeah, and then he made a game out of this. So he got, I mean, he got uh, Steve Jackson's sign them and made this cool little roll and write. Basically, um, you roll the the 12 bullet dice. You pick one, go around the table. You either score it or you save it, and the first one to cross off 12 zombies, 1 through 12, ends the game and wins. Yeah, Very like, simple little game, but I like it. I, I definitely yeah. I love the dice. I mean, Well, it was a lot, so more, cool. lot more strategic than I thought it would be because you, your first instinct is to go, oh, yeah, I'm going to cross off my high numbers. Right. And then you realize as you're crossing off your high numbers that, oh, crap, I have low numbers I still have to check off and you look after and if you're not the first player and you look and there's two ones and you know for a fact you're not going to get the one. Oh no 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 who and if you that's all you need you're in trouble yep so i won that game yeah yep i think i came in second but i yep. honestly don't know uh you and you and jess had uh i think only one left to cross off between to cross oh, off, so okay so she only had last. one left. i came in last yeah he yeah. came in dead last yeah so like that's one thing i love about these these game trader magazines if you usually you go to your your local game store, and if you buy a lot like I do, they usually give you one for free. Yeah, or they'll <laughs> so, let you look through the copy they have. Right. Um, so you know they just they have a lot of cool games in here. Uh, the other thing I noticed is uh, by Shem Phillips. If you are a fan of uh, Raiders of the North Sea or Architects of the West Kingdom, oh, there's fun. a new one, uh, Age of Artisans: Architects of the West Kingdom. So, um, that's. 
I have not gotten into the Architects yet. I like it. Or I the Paladins. It. I played it a couple times. I've not um, played Paladins. I'm still trying to get through the, the Raiders. Raiders is fun. Is so, that the one we played in uh, Iowa? No. What did, oh, we, no played, we played uh, uh, yeah, was a Champions of yeah, Midgard. that's right. I get those mixed up. So... Um, I've gotten into the first game, but then there's still uh, something. Raiders of the North Sea is really fun. Oh, That's Explorers the of the North Sea, and then there's there's another one. There's a tril- It's a trilogy game. Yeah. So I think the only one I've, I've only gotten Raiders. Yeah, to Raiders the table. is the only one. I've so played. we got all expansions for the Raiders to the table. We just didn't get through the other games. Right. So, and I've played. I have played Architects or the one with the. With the church, but I can't remember what that one was. The uh, Raiders of the West, or some of the West. Mm, I haven't played that one. I don't know what they're... Do they don't have a list of all nope. the games here? Shoot. Um, the other one we just recently tried out was Azul Crystal that was, Mosaic expansion. That was fun. So that adds two more player boards to choose from, so a total of four options when you're playing. Um, you know, you could probably even mix and match. I'm sure you could, yeah. I mean, that would make it really make interesting. It really interesting, yeah. Uh, it probably holds you a little bit on some of the scoring, though, because yeah. a lot of the scores are different. So if you flip the one side, you, know, you get different score bonuses. Um, so I don't know if you really want to do that, but you could. That is an option. Yeah. Um, Home rule. It's, uh, I really like it. Uh, it also adds this cover for the player boards, which helps prevent the stuff from sliding around. Really like that. Yep. And it's a very inexpensive expansion, too. I think it cost me like $11. Um, so I like that one. The one side, it has a, a times two multiplier for f- five different colors. Yep. And then the other side has a different a higher bonus for all five color, uh, a horizontal line, and then a vertical line. But then it's got the five set in a different pattern. So you have to... And you have to... When you're playing that, you have to only have one color in a vertical line and one color in a horizontal line. It's basically, so it's limiting where you can place stuff. And if you're not paying attention, you could really hose yourself towards the end of the game, which I did. The very last one I took, I took all blue in the five, and I could not place it because I already had a blue in that vertical line and the last three spaces of the last horizontal line, so I couldn't place it. So I took nine points negative for those five, and I'm just thinking... Oh man, I did not think that one through. I did that at the I, the very dang first line I played. I did that. <laughs> I put the wrong tile. I didn't put it where I needed to put it. Yep. And it was like, what did I just do? And then I, from that point forward, that roll was screwed for me, basically. Uh, I know one that Jess is really excited about, and I think you picked it up too. Was the newest villainous expansion? Yes, yes, I did. And that includes Cruella. Um, uh, Cruella Deville. Pete, Pete from the early Mickey Mouse cartoons, and Mrs. Gorley or something like that. Who's that from? Uh, Tank, not Tangled. Was it Tangled? Oh yeah, Tangled. um, Mother Knows Best. Mother, uh, Mother Gorley or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so she's a, a flower pot. Uh, really cool miniatures, awesome miniatures. You know, I gotta whole, say that whole they, series of games. Yeah, they just really knock cool it out of the park yeah. with their miniatures. The crystal. The crystal. The crystal miniatures, yeah. So, and then when the, uh, more than accurate, but the Target really exclusive, cool. you get a special cover box. Now, did you look at your miniature for I Cruella? Yeah, no. Okay, I'm just curious if it's different. Probably. Because the, the, the one she got was two different colors, and then it's spotted with... I will have to so look it's at not a now. it's not a solid color see-through and like the other ones are. Yeah, and you've told me she would not miss it if I took the slipcover or that. Definitely not. She wouldn't even... 
good. I mean, and you probably wouldn't make it out of the driveway, she but she wouldn't miss it. She doesn't listen to the podcast or anything, does she? No, okay, she doesn't. Good. She actually good. hates her husband's voice. So. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, and I can say that positively. And if I don't ever wake up tonight, it's because probably, you know, yeah. pillow over the face. Pillow over the face, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and by the way, the people who put out Villainous, I think, are the same folks who do the Funkoverse game. Is it? I, I believe it was... so. Well, look at the... Well, Ravensburger. You, have you opened it? This? It's, it's taped up the same way. It's the same same box. Oh, style. well, yeah. It's, yeah, it's. Uh, I think they're the same same organization. It used to be Ravensburger. Yeah, I think it's the same group. But I'm not positive on that. I guess I'm just thinking that Prospero Hall is the game, the company. Uh, Ravensburger for okay. this. Well, I wonder if that's... I mean, they do the same. Maybe that's just something they do for Target. Might these, be. This taping thing, because I hate the taping thing. Oh, I hate the taping thing, too. Yeah. Hate it with passion. Yeah, but... Oh, no, you leave that off. You took yeah, see, thing. it says Target exclusive game piece. Yeah, so I think I don't... So I'm pretty sure I don't. You must that. just have all one color. Mine's probably all the same, yeah. But they're like crystals, basically, and they're oh, really yeah, cool if you haven't, if you haven't played the game ever. And there's what now? There's the base game and three expansions now. Uh, yeah. So a total of four possible games. Yeah. Because you can the expansions. They're all standalone. Yeah, that's the the cool thing is the expansions are standalone, and then it includes pieces so you can play it all by itself. So it's yeah. Um, we're we're probably gonna do a tournament. Yeah, I think because cool. there's another expansion that comes out in August. in August. Yeah. So we'll probably just buy a copy of the newest expansion and have that as the prize for the tournament. That'd be great. I think that'd be fun. So, and that's if we can, you know, terminate this coronavirus. Yes. The last time we played the game, how many people did we have in the group? It was like eight. Too many. Way too many. <laughs> but it was it was actually kind of fun. It was. <clears throat> but we had like eight people. So yeah, this because this table holds at least eight people. Yeah. But it was too many. It was, it too, was many. too many. Uh, yeah, that happens. The only games that I think you should play over five are like party games, truthfully. Yeah, like Twilight Imperium. That was a, I think we played last that's time a, I played that. That's a party game. It's one of his favorite games. It's it's a horrible horrible <laughs> game. And let me tell you a story here. Uh, Twilight Imperium is it was created by uh, a monster, uh, um, a person that despises friendships and people. Wasn't it uh, Richard Garfield that made that game? I don't know. I think it was. <laughs> I think it's the same. I have guy never who did. hated a game more in my life. <laughs> Than Twilight Imperium, and here's the problem about it: is the game is not bad. Twilight Imperium itself, it's just it creates horrible situations. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's I I will never play that game again. I would actually rather burn a copy. Burn a copy. I gave a copy away for free because I did not want it in my house anymore. So. And my experience is a little <laughs> bit different. I mean, I didn't like that game that we played. That was not, you're right, that could have killed it for me. Yeah. But I played, <laughs> since then, I played another another game with one, two, three, four, five, six, six of us, I think. And came in second. I saw how I could get first. The problem is I also saw that the person who was right before me playing the game, his turn was before mine, also could win. And I could not figure out a way to stop him. But I still love that that game. We played and literally played from eight in the morning until nine o'clock at night with like an hour lunch break. Oh wow. Yeah. That's that's Twilight Imperium though. That's what the game is. It's a if you're gonna play that game It's a friendship ender. Be prepared to play that game for the day. And you know 
That'd well, be the and only I are thing still you'll friends, and we played in that game, but we also didn't go after each other. So you know, whatever. No, and even if I had gone after you, that wasn't the point. It was no. the point that I had a character that you had sucked, a terrible character. Well, you and had the a character... only thing you could do was technology, right. and then we had someone argue with me about that ability, and so I didn't use the only thing that yeah. I could use. And so I was, my character was worthless. I couldn't do squat. But that's not the and fault. And then of I the got game. taken out of the game. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's not the fault of the game. And I think you would even acknowledge that. But, and you didn't let it end the friendship. That's the thing. No, you just, I didn't. You let it kill the game for you. Yeah, the game was which dead is to a, me. Which is honestly a better option. It was. It is a better option. Yeah, because I mean, I, I like the guy. It's, yeah. I, I wouldn't end any friendship over a game. But that game will be dead to me. Yeah, my my story similar to that is Diplomacy, and this was when I was in high school. Oh, that's a bad one. And that's one. one of the first games I ever played that was a game game. Um, and we played it when I was in high school, and you have to make alliances with people. You don't have to, but it's a good idea to make alliances with people. And I forget who I was playing and who he was playing, but I made an alliance with him. We went into the kitchen, and we talked about it, made a deal with each other, and shook hands on it. And then we played that way for probably eight, nine turns. And then it came time where it was logical to me that either he or I had to break this trust, this alliance. And I broke it. Whoa. Yeah. And he actually started to physically hit me. <laughs> Jeez. He, he was punching my arm, and he was so mad about it. And, and that was back before where if that had happened, if that happens now, I'd just quit the game and walk out. But stabs him. In that case, we, we were very good friends. I mean, the whole group of us that were playing were very good friends, and we have, we remain friends to this day. But at that point, I made diplomacy. The game was dead to me. That was I'm yep. not going to play it again. I have played it since then. Played it with a bunch of people who are very good friends. But I played it. A, I mean, I played it with the idea that I wasn't going to screw anybody. I wasn't going to get let myself get screwed. I was just going to play it to see if I could win. And I'd make an alliance with somebody knowing they were going to break it before I did. But I didn't care. I mean, that was the, that was kind of the key on it was I didn't care if I won or lost. I just enjoy hanging out with these people and playing this game. And it was actually kind of fun, truthfully. Um, and that's the same thing with Twilight Imperium. I kind of made the decision not to let it end the game for me. I don't know that I would ever play it again, honestly, at this point. I don't. But I enjoyed the one I played. I also gave that, that game away. Play. Yeah. Which one? The, oh, diplomacy. diplomacy. Oh, I had no reason to play it. I heard horrible, horrible yeah. things. Like, that is the friendship ender game. It, that is the one that actually people consider a friendship ender. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, you have to let it do that. And like, like I said, you did not let it do that. No. Even though, and I knew and I knew you were very frustrated by it. I could tell. <laughs> um, well, just a simple fact. When you're playing a four-player game and three of the players are like, no, like, no, no, that's right. how it he's is. Right. Yeah, Joe's and right. then you've got one person's like, no, no, that's, that's, that's a stupid thing. And it's like... Yeah, quite, fine. Quite Let's honestly, play you know. your way. Yeah. Which, Let's do everything you want to do. And then <laughs> and then we'll just never play this game again. Yep. So yeah. So at that point I made my goal to make sure that that person yes. did not win. Which, which he didn't. <laughs> actually, I don't did we ever actually finish that game? Yes, we did. Uh BJ won. Yeah, that I game. knew he won. I thought he'd won, but I yep. wasn't sure. I think I Cuz and he had made that comment cuz I was like, "Oh, well, there's nothing else I can do, so I guess I'll just take action 8, which gave me I think it was Two points? Yeah, something like that every time. Yeah, Every time. So I'm like, okay, there's nothing I can do, so I guess I'll just go with this. And then he's like, hey, guys, if you let him do that again, he wins the game. And then from yeah. that time on, nothing. Because I couldn't do my technology because the other guy's like, I can't do that. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, well fine. And, and I think if I remember correctly, I made it my goal never to do that. Because I think I was sitting next to you, where yep. we're at, kind of where we are now. Yep. Other person was sitting there, BJ was sitting across from you. Right. And I think BJ and I at that point were like, 
I'm just gonna let BJ win at that point. Yeah, I just I knew that was. Oh, I was I was just like I can win this game. I can end this game. I can oh, end the misery and I right now. I actually saw. But let's go ahead and let yeah. it rest for another six rounds and then please end the game. And I remember that I saw that before it was pointed out, and I just said. <laughs> That's how we're gonna let it go. I'm just gonna let it go because I I kind of wanted it at that point to be over. And I oh know, yeah. I know the other person did as well. Um, yep. Was there a fifth person then? Or was it no, just it was just four. Okay, four sure. It was Couldn't four remember. enough. Yep. Yeah, four was enough. But nope. yeah, that was an interesting gaming experience. Very interesting gaming experience. So, um, yeah. so what I'd like to hear is uh, email in average Joe's Gaming Podcast at Outlook.com. Email us your game that killed the game or a situation tell us your story and we're going to pick one at random and we'll read it on our next podcast and that person will get a convention badge yeah it's a good idea so i like that yep so we'll do that so tell us your horror story what happened that either destroyed a game for you or ended a friendship i want to hear that story hopefully so. it didn't end a friendship but i could see that happening quite it, honestly yeah it comes close sometimes you know it things get heated so well and i'll be honest and this is not something i'm proud of i have played games where i've made it my goal that a particular person will not win every single game i I play with him he makes it his goal to make sure that he does he beats me or i don't win it's just it's weird especially in two-player games that is his main goal that is is i either win or you lose that is right (laughs) in a two-player game there's no other way it's going to be ever just saying um, so, but no, I mean, I've, I've done that before. And it, and I'm not proud of the fact that I've done it before, but I have also successfully accomplished that goal a number of times when I have made that You can't goal. see this because this is a podcast, but if there were shit-eating grins, <laughs> he has one. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I feel bad about it, but not that bad. So It was actually when I, when I the, the one specific time I can remember was a Legacy game and I think we all had the same goal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, legacy games. So that's another. Um, I so I was at Dragon's Den, obviously before the quarantine happened. Um, the Clank Legacy. Oh, were you starting that? Uh, no, but I, I want to pick that up. Oh yeah, that looks like it'd be fun. Yes. And I've heard good things about that. That and ironically, Pandemic Legacy is supposed to be one of the funnest games I've ever played. <laughs> so I have Pandemic <sighs> Legacy. We played one one game into it. I don't think I did though. Did I? You did. Did I? Yep. Because James was here. And we were starting. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then you're I had right, to finish right, as his right, character. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yep. So uh, we played one game of that. I have two boxes of season one. Um, so we could easily play that. Yeah. Um, that would be. That is a cool game. I I really truly do enjoy the legacy game. Yeah. Still have Risk Legacy that we have not finished. We're about <laughs> halfway through. Speaking of games where I made it a <laughs> goal not to let a particular person win, ever. Yep. And then we've got Pandemic Legacy and Charterstone. We're what, one game in on yours? One game in on that, Or two? One. One, No, we played, I think we played it twice. Okay. That one I would continue to play. I really want to see where that one goes. It's actually in my car. I've got the upgraded components for it. Whoa. It's just we have to get the other two people here and play. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I would play that one again. That's a Stonemaier game. I love Stonemaier games. I am even a fan of Tapestry, which a lot of people didn't like very well. It was it was an okay game. Yeah. And here's my thing: is it an okay game? I just think that it wasn't a great no, game. No, it's the components are really cool. Yeah. Like the the obviously the little buildings are, oh, yeah. are amazing, and that's where it's at. But I, I just don't feel like it's a hundred dollar game. No, and the mechanics are unique. I've not run yeah. across that mechanic in the past. The problem is it's not a Civ game, and he 
marketed it as a oh sequel. totally it's and that's absolutely not when i when i played it with you guys i was like this is it yeah i mean i i the build up and then when you played it i was like i was kind of let down to be honest yeah. so i mean it's, it wasn't a bad game by any no, means by any it just means wasn't a great game. and there are as a, as with any stonemaier game there's a number of different strategies that will work to win it yeah Viticulture is probably the best game with that mechanic that just you can win it in multiple different ways. Viticulture for a winemaking game is one of the few games I've ever seen where you could win it without playing. Without we're going to mute wine. for a second because I'm going to go ahead and flip the table on Tom because uh, yeah. he forgot to mention uh, Euphoria, which well, no, is my favorite. I'm game. getting to that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Euphoria was the first game of his, which I absolutely love and is probably my top game. I would say in my top ten, five of them are Stonemaier games. Okay, you're, for, you're forgiven. Three of them. You're forgiven. But anyway, Euphoria is was the first game I've ever played where I believe probably the first ten games of it I played, never saw it played the same way. First time I ever played that, I was at Ions and there was a tournament. Yeah, that was the first time I ever played that game, and I won two of the games, and then I got knocked out of the tournament by somebody from Iowa. I'm guessing. Yeah, because yeah, they they came in and just killed. Us. Oh yeah, they did. But I love that. Apparently, game that's the only so game much. they play in Iowa. Evidently. Yeah. But I love that game so much because it combines a lot of things I love, which oh, is it's dice. It's gorgeous dice. Dice. They're awesome. You've got worker placements. You've got set collection. I do like the dystopian You've got um, Yeah, the dystopian world. thing is like good. That. The uh, It's area control, sort of. Yeah. And a little bit of that. It's just, it's just, and there was so many ways to win it. Yeah, I Resource do really like that. management is part of it. Yep. Um, but it's just so many ways to win the game. You can. There's a couple of strategies that are going to work pretty much every time, but depending on what you're dealt, there's tons of different strategies for that game. The same thing was true of Viticulture, though. Mamas and the Papas made that game into my probably second favorite Stonemaier game of all time. Not necessarily my second favorite game, but I like and it. See, I have <laughs> never played... Now, be gentle. <laughs> um, I have never played Viticulture. It is on my list that, that I really want to play it, but it's also one of those that... It's kind of hard to find. It is. So, I don't have it in my collection... And trying to find it, I mean, obviously Tom has it, but it's one of those things like, again, how many games do we buy all the time? And then it's like, hey, I got Viticulture. It's like, how many years old? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of years. And so, I've, I've only, I, I have, my copy of it has been played, but not very many times. See, there you go. And that's the thing where you get these awesome games and then they kind of fall to the wayside because, well, how many games do I have now? Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We want to get to these new ones. Well, I just bought 40 games this week. We got to play these. Yeah. And then Viticulture kind of falls off, where it's one of those things where now I am starting to go back and starting to play, play the, games. Of these the games. Like, uh, well, I just played last week with Jess, uh, Gaia. Oh, uh, that was a great game. Yeah. So that's a little tile placement game yep. and little resources and whatnot. And it was a very quick game, very simple game. But I finally got that to the table, and I had bought that one almost a year ago. So, <laughs> so yeah, my kid came over. He's been in Europe. I'm fine, by the way. But uh, he came over, and he's looking at my collection of games, and he says, how many of these are still shrink-wrapped? <laughs> I said, well, yeah, because Borgata is still in the shrink wrap. Wow. My Ticket to Ride games are all still in the ticket in the shrink wrap. But on the other hand, if you have people in but your But I know 15 circle, people who have right. Ticket to Ride. I never have had to play my copy of it. Like Borgata. Okay. Borgata, you know you have it. at least 5 people that have yes. it because I gave 5 copies away. <laughs> yeah. But my goal with that game in particular is to probably get it somewhere where I haven't played it before and try and get people to play. Right. Well, that's one big reason why I wanted to do a uh, a game at, at Austicon is yeah. is, is to, you can do it there. Yeah. And, yeah. 
And I could bring my copy. So I, I love go. those guys at Go Games. I think mean, they're they're really cool, and they gave me a great opportunity to be part of their game. Yeah, and, which was neat. So that that obviously worked out well for me, and and I hopefully I helped them out quite a bit. Well, yeah, so. and as a group, we kind of helped promote it for them. So. Oh, totally. So and I, I love the game. It's it's a great game, and I think it's totally um, underrated. I mean. It's as far as deck builders go, and thematic wise, the the theme is huge, and yeah. you'll never hear me shut up about this game because I absolutely love it. Right. And there's a cool character in it. Well, yeah, yeah, a, Joe the Hammer. Yeah, well, who should probably, a corrupt CEO of a garbage company? Probably Weird. always try to get the garbage <laughs> company when he gets a chance. Yeah. Should, yeah, yeah. kind of makes me uh, itch to play. Uh, kind of Borgata. <laughs> no, and here's the thing about Borgata: it's a it's a deck builder, so it's got all the things you know about a deck builder, but that theme is really strong in it. Yeah. And when you get hammered by a judge, it's just like, oh, good God. And it's, yep. there's a lot to it that's really. No, fun. I was going to use that money to get me a goon or, yeah, or something you know, an enforcer or, a, get a, you know, get yeah. A business I really need. Now I got to pay off the judge. Pay a crap ton to the judge. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a good game. And it's that that's enough of a difference in the mechanics that you go, cool. I really like this. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to many more games from Goat Games. So. Oh, that's another one. It's uh, gosh, what's the name of the game? It's a new one that Kim had backed on Kickstarter. Called I think it's called It's a Wonderful World or something like that. Okay, it's also a deck builder, but it's kind of a dystopian. And that's another good theme theme game. That's I was gonna say that's one I played, but I've only played it a couple times, and I really liked it. Um, but I can't think of what the. I mean, the primary thing is you've got colors. You go in a certain order. Your color score your points based on the buildings that you put out in your deck. It's just a really cool game. Um, deck builders, I think, are what got me into gaming for the most part. Dominion is okay. the one. I, and then, uh, what's another one that uh, I really like? Camelot. Um, something with Camelot. What's that one? It's not a deck builder. It's a cooperative game. But there's Shadows, a of Shadows of a Camelot. Yeah, because yeah. the miniatures. Where there's like uh, there's. Your Knights of the Round Table. There's a trader mechanic. Yeah, yep, there's a trader mechanic. Yep. I have not played it yet. I, I have it. Yeah. I have the expansion. Um, I've actually borrowed the game out. Still have not played it. It's a really good game. And I'm a big fan of Days of Wonder. Well, and I, So yeah. that's a whole reason why I got that game. Cause they, well, I love Days of Wonder's games. Um, there's another one. Do you have the ship one, the, the sliding ships, dragon something? It's in my car right now. You don't, I've got to no. bring I keep meaning to bring that in. I think Randy would like that. <laughs> and uh, I think that I think he'd like that one. I think you'd like it. Jess would like it. I'm pretty sure. Um, it's possible. It's one that you could play with kids. My main ones I would like to get to the table right now. Uh, Glenmore Two, obviously. Yeah, I want to try that because we played the first one, didn't we? One yes, time? and that and is really in German. Good. The copy I have. Yeah, it was really good. Great game. Glenmore Two takes that basic game and then adds to it. Isn't it kind of a worker placement, if I remember correctly? Yes. Yeah. I really yep. like that game. And it, there's a Rondell. That's right up there amongst so, the first games you and I ever played. And that, the Glenmore 2 is just a beast of a box. Yeah. And it's sitting right over there oh, yeah, next I to Glenmore. Yep, I see it now. So Glenmore was originally done by Ravensburger. Yep. And then Glenmore 2 is by another company. I cannot think of the top of my head what it is. But um, another thing we we doing heavily is uh, we stream a lot lately. Um, so that way you can kind of tune in on our game days and just our or just a random get-togethers or just playing games. Like today, we've got two videos on there of Z-Shot, so you can see how that's played. And then the other one was the Azul. Azul expansion, yeah. Yep, Crystal Mosaic. That was really so, cool. 
Um, you can tune in on those. That is our YouTube channel. Uh, you can search for Average Joe's Gaming or Jesse and Joe or just about anything to do with Average Joe's Gaming. Um, but we're, we're on there. We try to do streaming at least once a week. So if there's anything that you want to see us play, uh, shoot us an email. And maybe if we have it, we'll we'll get it out there on a stream. So, Yeah, and that's... Name a game and you can probably find it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got about 1,500 myself. Well, I'm looking... And you've got quite got a few. A couple hundred, yeah. And I'm looking at the wall, and a couple hundred is probably under-exaggerating. But I'm looking at your wall that I can see right now, and there's Dice Forge, which I'd love to play again. Oh, yeah. Uh, Belfort, which I'm getting on Kickstarter, which I'd like to play just so I can kind of refresh myself on it. Yep. Cryptosis, I've never played. Both you and I bought that at Geekway. Oh, Cytosis, the, yep. Or Cytosis with yep. the uh, with That is the a great game. I love yeah, that game. Yeah, I've not played it yet. You have not played Cytosis? I have not. I oh, okay. I got to slap. I you think a I bit. tried. I think I tried it, and for some reason we stopped. When it, where, whoever I was playing with, it, we and I stopped. Uh, Eminent Domain. I Jermaine. thought you and Kim played Maybe it. Maybe we did play it. I think you did. Maybe we did play it here. Yeah, yeah. I, I could have um, where I, to- I taught both of you. Eminent Domain's another really good game yep. that I would like to play again. Uh, Eclipse. Have you played Eclipse yet? Yeah, I you, love Eclipse. Yeah, that's right. You have all see the Eclipse fancy. killed yeah, well, Twilight Imperium yeah, for me, other true. than the massive conflict. But Eclipse, yeah. I just I feel like there's so much more in Eclipse that I can do with the resource management. Well, and it's a shorter game. Yes. It's a much shorter game. And there's so um, many cool components to Eclipse. Bottom of the ninth. Oh, yep. That's I one like of the that first game. games you and I played as well. Yep. That was also that's just a great game. Couriers, of course, if you go back to oh, the first Quarries. game. Oh, That was kinda of funny because you put on their uh, yeah. Facebook post of one of those uh, one word to one word, yep. to th- what how what how do you remember me? One or one word about how we met. Yep. And I saw I I saw on Joe's Facebook page, and I put down Quarriers. Yep. And then I copied and pasted and put it on mine. I don't normally do that because I don't like those things. But that one, I thought, okay, I just I'm bored. It's quarantine time, Courier. Anyway, so I went back and looked, and Joe had put down Quarriers. <laughs> I was like, okay, that makes sense. Yep. And I think you had not seen what I put on. No, yours. I hadn't because it was actually reversed. So he had oh, it on yeah, first, yeah, right, and right, I right. copied and pasted. You're right. So that's why I copied and pasted so, because. And I again, just like Tom, don't do a whole lot of those things because it's like I'll do it, but I don't like doing the whole copy and paste thing because then it makes everyone feel like I have to do the copy yeah. and paste. But yeah, I'd commented on his. I was like quarters because I mean. I met him back when we played at Ions down yep. in the basement of Sanford, and we did Couriers there. He was here when this game room really wasn't a game room, and it was just a room where I was There's building it, games, and we had a tarp yeah. down. Yep. And so we played Quarters, and we played Dice Masters, and we evolved, and we've been yeah. friends for a very long time. Yep. So it was kind of funny that neither one of us saw each other's comments, and we both, both put, put Quarters because that's what, that's, what, yeah. that's what brought us together was that awesome game of Quarters. So that's another so, thing. Put it, you know, put it in the comments, send an email, whatever. And this isn't for a prize because I don't have the authorization to do that. <laughs> but what game do you remember that started your gaming career? Yeah. What, what is something send that... Send us that information because I think I'm interested to see. For me, what was your game that brought you into... You said your first kind of real board game was uh, Diplomacy. Well, no, that's probably not true. I mean, that's the first big board game. Obviously, when I was a kid, I remember my parents were... Brookings got 3M. Okay. So all these 3M games were available to us. And I remember playing Feudal and Acquired. Okay. And I think there were a couple of others that we played that were When really the hobby fun. broke out, what was the big one that um, brought you into the hobby? Probably Dominion, I'm thinking. I played okay. Dominion. I had never played a game like that in the past. Shadows Over Camelot was another one that I played that I had not really played games like that. Um, Heroclix, not Heroclix. Yeah, maybe, no. Uh, Mage Knight. The original oh, Mage yep. Knight. The first click game. 
that got me into general gaming. Also got me into comic books. That's a whole separate story. Um, but anyway, because the first time I ever saw it was Rainbow. And, of course, that's what they sold was comics. And that was a comic book that took place in South Dakota. And so that got me. Anyway, it's a long story. But so here, uh, Mage Knight kind of got me in, into contact with people who play games. Because from Mage Knight, a buddy of mine who runs Rainbow, or who was one of the main guys at Rainbow, said, hey, they have this convent. There's a club called, uh, at the time it wasn't Ions, it was uh, Mage. Yep, Mage. Yep. Uh, Midwest Area Gamers and Game Enthusiasts. And they have a convention uh, both in Sioux Falls and South Dakota. And, at, for, or, and Sioux City. So for some reason, the Sioux City one was the one coming up. So I took my kids down there because they wanted to play Mage Night down there. And I went to that convention for a number of years in a row with the kids until they got interested in girls and other things and didn't want to go anymore. And then I just go on my own. And we played, we did the one here in Sioux Falls too. And that's, I met a guy named Jolly Blackburn there who does uh, Nights at the Dinner Table. And uh, just, and so that kind of is what got me into gaming, probably on a group level was Mage Night. But um, yeah, from there on, from there, this, I think we played uh, whatever that game where you cut off people's heads. Uh, it's not guillotine. It's something else. Maybe it's yeah, it's guillotine. guillotine. Okay. Yeah. That and guillotine. Uh, guillotine. Yeah, and so and so just playing different games. Cartagena. Yep. Uh, was another one. Just easy games like that. But then somebody taught me to play in something a little more difficult. And somewhere along the line, I met Kim, and she was really into her and her at the time friend were really into strategy, uh, crunchy euros, okay. that kind of thing. And I had not played a lot of euros, and so they kind of introduced me to that type of thing. And uh, it just haven't looked back. And I discovered I really liked the kind of crunchy strategy type euros that were that had a lot going on. The point salad games were kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, I I know. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think of the one that really got me into it that I played just forever. I I want to say well, Euphoria was one I played. Anytime I had a chance to play it, I played Euphoria. Same way I do with Wingspan though too. Uh, anybody says want to play Wingspan? Yep. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'll play that one. That's one of the few games I'd play with five players. I'm not huge on Wingspan. I know Jess is is yeah. that's her favorite game. Um, I like Wingspan. Don't get me wrong. Oh no, but it's not, it's not like good. one that like if if you were to list down. Okay, we got Wingspan, we got Quarriers, we got Euphoria. Okay, I'm pick, down for the last two. I'd pick but Wingspan. It's like if you need me, I'll play. Okay, but otherwise, eh, I'd rather play the other ones. Yeah. I'm more okay on Don't that. Get me wrong. If if it was between Euphoria and Wingspan, I pick Euphoria for sure. Quarriers and Wingspan, I would have to. It's a toss up. Yeah, that would be a toss up. Flip the coin. I love Quarriers. So for me, getting into games, I've always been a board gamer. Um, back when I was a kid, I loved playing board games with my grandma and my grandpa. Um. Risk was the one that my grandfather liked. Oh, sure. Um, so a big reason why I have 100 copies of Risk. <laughs> uh, another one was Caroms, Carom Boards. That's, yeah. that's another one I played with my grandfather. So obviously that's a big reason why whenever I see one, it's like, oh, i got to pick it up. Um, and then <laughs> I play like uh, X-Men, the old X-Men board game from the 90s uh, from Pressman. Okay. Played that with my grandma. No, how cool was my grandma yeah, just playing no X-Men board games? The other one we played was Toxic Avenger. Okay, the Toxic really Avenger cool. board okay. game. My grandma's playing I'm that I'm surprised one. I don't know your grandma so, somehow. Uh, well, she's passed away now. Well, yeah. But um, that that was my grand grandparents. Is they uh, I'm on my, my dad's side, so the Hammerly side, uh, would play board games. And so I always kind of always liked them. And I never knew there was this hobby out there. So as I'm... Obviously, getting older and on my second marriage, third marriage, 
and now I'm in between my second and third marriage. Uh, my buddy Mark, uh, he lived in California, came up here for a girl. <laughs> Usually happens to all of us. And uh, he's a big mountain climber, and he got here, and he was a huge board gamer from back in the day. And he introduced me into, don't judge, Munchkin. And Munchkin's Warriors. A, Munchkin is a huge so, gateway game. Munchkin just loves that game. Yeah. And I like the comedy yeah. in Munchkin. And it's a little bit of role-playing, and it's card-driven, and I just, I like it. I like the fact that you are the Munchkin. Right. And so you can, you obviously are going to change your sex. You're going to change your, all your, your things about it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I love it. I just, I, I find the, the comedy amusing in that. Um, so obviously I've got a lot of copies yep. of Munchkin. Um, and then Couriers. He got me into Couriers. Actually, my copy, my first copy of Couriers, I traded him for fantasy trading cards. I had a big set of, um, we big shoppers at Rainbow. I've been shopping at Rainbow since sure. I was a kid. Uh, and then uh, I'd go in there and John and Jay and I'd, they, they'd get me all my X-Men stuff and then when they had the Sioux City store yeah. I don't know if they still do or not yeah they still do they'd get me all my X-Men Actually, stuff from down Lincoln, there Lincoln, and, Nebraska now, yeah too. so um, got all my tri- my fantasy so we we would go through these these kind of trends and we were buying heavily on these fantasy trading cards and so I'd put together a set Boris Viejo and that kind yes. of thing yes yeah, okay. so that was one of the sets that I traded him and uh so he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to kind of tone down on my, my board game collection because I'm moving back to California. I was like, oh, it's kind of a bummer. He's like, is there anything you want? So Munchkin, Couriers, and Carcassonne. And he had the original Carcassonne with all the expansions. I love Carcassonne. That's, a, that's what and I And I absolutely love the tile-playing yeah. aspect. I love the tile-laying. Um, and then uh, Dice. Dice just... I suck at dice games, but dice, I just, there's nothing better than just rolling some Chucking dice. dice yep. I love it. And I'm not a gambler. I've, I've no, never even gone to a casino for gambling like that. I I've, don't get craps. I don't. No. I sat and watched people play craps and just went, how the hell do they know they're winning? But you give me some dice. I mean, my, my game room is filled with dice. I love dice. I just You'll actually hear that joke commonly <laughs> when we're doing a game uh, on the stream. And somebody says, how do we decide who starts? And somebody will inevitably say, if only we had some dice to decide. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because, like, someone will whip out, like, like they get, usually half, at least half of people have an app on their phone. It's like, oh, I've got Swazi or whatever. I'm like, I hate apps. Give me some dice. I want the fate of my hand in there. Not, I don't want a computer telling me I can't go first. Let me tell them I can't go first. Yeah, Give me exactly, those dice. Exactly. So, yeah, I absolutely love dice. I, I buy them, even though. I'm horrible because like I kickstart dice all the time. It's like, <laughs> gee, well those look pretty, and I've got tons and tons of dice that I don't even use, yeah. and it's like, well I need more. Well, I just I'll, I'll be honest, awesome. That's also been difficult not to kickstart. I've seen some really cool sets come out, and I'm like, ooh, those would be cool, but I'm not kickstarting stuff, so I'm not going to do it. But it's like, oh, those are really cool. Also, another thing, if you are local to the area, the Sioux Falls, South Dakota area, even if you got to drive a little bit. Um, when the quarantine does get ended, uh, we do host a lot of game days here and and lo- and public places as well. Uh, this is kind of a private area, a venue, um, but we still I, I I love having new people here. Um, so we do a lot of game days here. We stream it. Um, I also do a lot of giveaways sometimes. So we do themed game days. 
Uh, the last one was St. Patty's Day. Yep. I gave everyone a grab bag with some with dice, dice yep. uh, magnet, um, some little goodies in there. So, yeah. And then the, the most festive person walked away with a game of... I don't remember. But it was a I, submarine game. It was I a wasn't the most dive person. and adventure. But, but yeah. you were the only one left yeah, here so uh, when I was going to do the, the drawings. So you got it. So but you're the most festive because I you were the last had, one here. I think I had green underwear on. I think that might have been. Well, yeah. I did not see that just no. to put on no, record. No, you did not. Um, I put cannot that verify that. Well. <laughs> Nobody else could verify it. It was just me who knew. No, uh, but... Um, I felt like he uh, he deserved the pot of gold at that point, uh, mostly for not taking off his pants. Yeah, there you so. go. That's how I, that's how I win stuff. <laughs> I don't do things. Yeah, that's how I win stuff, guys. <laughs> I don't take off my clothes. Yep. <laughs> so, so. Uh, anything else? Not really. Oh, I did. I forgot to mention uh, Settlers. That's another game that I think I one of the first games I played. Oh yeah. yeah See, I like Settlers of Catan, but I'm kind of burnt out in it. Uh, the one that you would like would be Starfarers. Um, the one I would like is Star Trek. That's also a good one, but Starfarers um, adds yeah. a bunch of stuff. Oh, I know. I and I saw that one at Dragon's Den. It was like a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's a little expensive. It looks awesome. A friend though. of mine got it for Christmas, so we played it a few times. <laughs> it does look cool, but honestly, you throw you throw Star Trek at anything. Yeah, and I'm in. Yeah, yeah, that's true so, too. But they also have dice games. Star Trek dice games. Yeah, five year mission. Okay. Oh yeah, we played it. One. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Um, nothing really new. Nothing more to add. Rather, I'm. Uh, Kind of talked out, I guess. Are you? Because I'm, I'm just sure getting I'm, going. I'm sure I'm not. <laughs> I did tell my kid I'd be home by about 8 o'clock. So All right. Well, we will wrap it up tonight. Uh, until next time, I'm Joe. I'm Tom. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on these formats. Find us at Facebook at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. You can join our Facebook group of Average Joe's Gaming Follow us on Instagram at Average Joe's Gaming Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Hammerly Joseph. Find us on Reddit at Average Joe's Gaming. You can join our Board Game Geek Guild at Average Joe's Gaming. You can go to our website, AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com, and find all of our information. Check out our Extra Life tab. And feel free to join our Extra Life team by clicking on the Extra Life logo, which will take you to our team page. You can also listen to us on any of your favorite podcasting devices, such as Google Play Music, Amazon Alexa, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate all of your feedback. If you wish to get in contact with us, you can go to our website at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.com and go to the Contact Us link, or you can just email us directly at AverageJoe'sGamingPodcast.outlook.com You can also message us on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>